Can I get an amen? You got an amen? Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Hey, y'all. Welcome to Can I Get an Amen? We are hoping that anytime you tune in with us, we're leaving you a little bit better than you were before we found you. In our podcast, we hope to ignite something inside of you as we share our passion for personal growth, finding our God-given talents and gifts in this world, and also our love for living an intentional life. And that something sparks inside of you um, makes you, you know, shout out. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, welcome back to our Lenten mini episode with Father Nick Dupre. Bring us into number seven. The seventh way that the devil oppresses us is being too loose about the company we keep or even how we discern the company we keep. And as we were saying with the sixth way, idleness, we need to have intentionality in our relationships It's very important that we weigh carefully who we are spending time with. Time is the most precious thing we have. We're all running out of it and no one knows how much they have left. It's the most valuable thing. Easily make that argument. So for scripture, I have something from St. Paul, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness and what communion has light with darkness? I love it. It's um, that that quote to me is extremely powerful because it does make the distinction. And I think it might even be helpful for the current strong push towards the new evangelization. Now, I think we're just calling it evangelization. And saying, yeah, we're, we're baptized to be missionaries in the church. And that is absolutely true. That's how I think as a parish priest is the whole lot of us are called, not just father to go get the stray, but everyone has a priesthood. Everybody has the call to be missionary. And at the same time, it's to keep that intentionality that as we go out and rescue souls from darkness that you are thinking carefully about why you are spending time with who you are spending time with. This is some more wisdom here from St. Ambrose. But how can bad companions give you the odor of chastity when they exhale the stench of impurity? How can they infuse into you sentiments of devotion when they themselves fly from it? How can they impart to you a shame of offending God when they cast it away? Yeah, that's that's very powerful. Ooh. That's that old school wisdom. You got to bring out the fathers. Say, that's a fancy way. That's a, just a fancy way of saying you're the company you keep. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, but what about the whole Jesus hung out with sinners thing? Exactly. I mean, aren't we supposed to yeah. spend time with Non-believers? Yes. And sprinkle all our little Jesusness all over them? At the same time, Jesus filled up his cup with the Father's Mm. love. Mm. He was not seeking love from those who could not give it. Mm. He had not a kind of insecure need for it. And I think that's where us who, yes, we are members of Christ's body, 
And yes, we should definitely fill up our cups in prayer, following Christ, seeking the love of our our Father. What has He asked me to do? What is my mission? What is my purpose? And then going in, mm. you know, there is this order in Christ between His contemplation and His action. Mm-hmm. He knew His mission, and so there's a right way to go into battle for souls. Mm. I think what you just said that hit me so hard was um, we shouldn't be seeking love mm. from those people. It's not that we shouldn't be spending time with them, but we shouldn't be expecting um, or searching for something from them. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But rather just giving them the love of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that One of my favorite quotes that I've been having, like in my little parking lot, was uh, it's from a motivational speaker. It's you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I love that because um, what what you talk about and the conversations that you have with those people can either feed your soul or shrink your soul. Mm -hmm. And to me, on the, the point that I'm at in my spiritual journey, my husband and I were talking about this the other day, like it's really evident when you hang out with people who aren't able to feed the conversation in a holy way, how much it drains you and how much you leave those conversations feeling like you're not enough or you're not doing the right things or, you know, uh, you feel a lack instead of feeling inspired and feeling rejuvenated. Mm. And to me, that's a big sign of like, I can spend time with you in small doses because yes, I want, I want you to see Jesus in me in some possible way, if at all possible. But it has to be protected. It has to be around boundaries mm. for your own, you know, your own soul. Absolutely. The I feel there's balance this out just a little bit with this. I like what St. Alphonsus Liguori says here. The devil employs vicious friends as decoys to draw so many souls into the snare of sin. Now, vicious, I find in modern use, has a sense of somebody who is intentionally out to harm people. But vicious really more precisely means someone full of vice. And I would, yeah, but I would add to that, well, okay, hold on, we all... We're all struggling with oh, some bad well, habits. Yes. We all okay. I'm vicious. So I would qualify that a little more and say that a vicious friend, a friend full of vice that he's referring to here as a decoy sent out by Satan mm-hmm. to draw many souls into the snare of sin is one who has no repentance for their bad habits. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now look, I can't sit there and interview all of my friends Although if I love them, I think I probably would ask them if they're (laughs) tending to their soul. I would just say something would come across as in our comfortable conversation with each other. um, You know, that's confidential. We we trust each other. We can open up is that they're tending to their souls with the sacrament of reconciliation. Mm -hmm. They are exercising repentance. If you're attending mass, even if your confession game is weak, you are participating in the repent, the penitential rite Mm -hmm. of the mass. I confess to almighty God, Mm -hmm. you know, if they're attending mass at the very least, maybe you can't figure out one way or the other. And maybe it's not time to dive in there and say, Hey, you're going to confession. 
But you at least know that they're participating in the repentance mm-hmm. that we all participate in as worshiping Catholics yeah. that I confess, you know. So that vicious friend um, that we could say maybe is no friend at all, as St. Alphonsus Liguori says, is a decoy, right, is the one that has no repentance for their bad habits. There's no remorse whenever they maybe let the wrong kind of word slip or they're falling into gossip and there is no awareness of it that you can pick up on. And that can be the kind of person that you probably need to put into that category of I need to pray more before we hang out. Yeah. And I need to be ready to maybe issue some admonishment and or some encouragement towards a virtue right and i like i like what you said there do i feel like i was built up mm-hmm. in maybe i'm paraphrasing yeah no perfect in their in my time with them yes yeah. and that kind of makes me think of number 6 of idleness like are these are the are the people that you're hanging out with spiritually idle mm. do they have any intention of like trying to be holy mm. so maybe our challenge could be like do an inventory of the people that you spend the most time with and how do you feel about where you are in your spiritual life or about yourself when you leave their company Mm. and maybe saying some extra prayers um, for them to become unstuck um, and back on a path. Yeah. Yeah. Unstuck. Unstuck. I like that too. I'm struggling with this and like trying to come up with a good challenge because as a vicious person myself, um, like if Christy would have not been so loose with her decision to hang out with me two years ago, <laughs> we might not Stop be it. sitting here right now. My point is, is that I don't, I get the, I get the, the decoy part and I, I, I get that. Um, but in the same breath, I'm like, well, we're all God's children. True. And so I like what you guys said about like my challenge, I guess this week would be like when you take inventory of those people take it a step further and like say some extra prayers yeah. for them, you know. I think the difference though, Kayla, is that you were always willing to keep moving forward. Even if it was a baby step, like you were already in a Bible study. You were already trying to be a better person. Yeah, but not everybody had the luxury I had of having that instilled in me at an early age. Some people have right. lost parents and and had really tragic things happen to them and Yeah even in their mid or late thirties are questioning God because of these awful things that have happened to them. Mm -hmm. And so I'm blessed that I had good guidance and that I did choose to continue to surround myself with good, holy people. Yeah. Um, But like I said, my challenge would just be once you take that inventory, take it a step further and like really take the time this week, this Lent to pray extra hard and fast for, for them, them too and yeah. fast for them and do all the good crazy mm-hmm. praying yeah you know? do some good crazy people praying yeah okay beautiful amen amen, amen.